Welcome back to the AM show. I'm Miles Davis alongside Andre Monroe. Andre, how's it going today? Well, if I had to describe my feeling today, it would be nervousness because the Sixers are in a bad place right now and the Eagles are in an iffy place right now. So a bit nervous, but I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm feeling all right, man. Hopefully the Eagles can catch the dub against the New England Patriots. But first, we're going to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers, how they lost 119 to 127 in overtime against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Andre, what do you think is wrong with this Sixers team? They're now 7-5 and five after starting the season very, very hot. What do you think is wrong, and what can we do to fix it? Well, it's not just one thing. It's not just two things, actually. It's a couple of things. And uh, we can talk about which one is more important. But first of all, uh, we saw in the offseason Ben Simmons talking about getting better, Joel Embiid talking about getting better. And, you know, these two players, uh, Embiid and Simmons, are the core of our team. Literally, they, you know, decide whether or not we're going to make it to the finals or not. They decide how far we're going to go in the uh, playoffs or not. So, yeah. These two players, uh, they're the issue right now because Tobias, you could talk about Tobias missing 25 straight threes, which is awful. You could talk about uh, Al Horford, you know, being a bit disappointing recently, but I feel like he's been good. You could talk about uh, Cork Moss. You could talk about a lot of players, but the main two players that are the problem right now is Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And I think uh, Joel Embiid, first of all, he missed a couple of games over the, the you know stupid suspension. Which is, uh, which you know, should never start it, but you know, he has to be better than that. He has to recognize that he's a part of this team and can't get suspended like that. So he missed a couple games, he also missed a couple games through the load management, I guess you would say, or injury, whatever the Sixers want to describe it as. But he's missed a couple games this season. Ben Simmons has missed a couple games this season on a shorter injury. But when they have played, Ben Simmons specifically, he has not improved at all. And you know, we need to see improvement from Ben Simmons to know that this Sixers team will go far. And if not, then there's no reason to think that this Sixers team will go really far. Joel Embiid, with the ton- with the turnovers, with the uh, mistakes, I feel like he hasn't improved either. I feel like this whole team, I haven't seen one player, probably except for Korkmaz, that has drastically improved from last season to this season. So that's the problem right now. And I want to know your opinion. What do you think this pro- What do you think is the problem? I feel like the problem, to be honest, I feel like the problem is A, Ben Simmons, B, a part, you could say, the coaching. But, and I also agree with you, Joel Embiid, a little bit. I feel like there hasn't, a lot of, basically, almost every player on the Philadelphia 76ers has not shown any sort of improvement, except for, I believe, Furkan Korkmaz and Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson scoring 28 points yesterday was definitely a bright spot. And maybe, just maybe, he could be our closer. To be honest, I'm just looking for someone to be able to close out games. I just want someone, either Josh Richardson has to do it, because he has shown improvement. Maybe he will develop, maybe over the offseason, how to become a closer, maybe. Or maybe even we should just sign Jamal Crawford, because he has shown that he can be a closer. He can come off the bench, provide leadership. He's a vet. He's a very re- well-respected veteran in the NBA. Maybe we should sign him because it's kind of obvious. Either they need to fix something, they need to look in the mirror. And I've said this about the Eagles, and I didn't think I'd have to say this about the Sixers, but they need to look in the mirror and see what needs to be fixed. Well, it's like, but you know, it's like the issues are so obvious. So that's what's probably the most frustrating thing. The issues are really obvious. Um, Really, really, uh, we have no shot creator really on this team. 
Tobias is supposed to be our shot creator, but he has been really disappointing this year. We have, you know, really no one who can threaten with a, a three ball too much. So, you know, this is a shooting league, and there's a couple of similarities between the Eagles and the uh, Sixers because with the Eagles, they, you know, they failed to, you know, draft good wide receiver talent. To, they failed to pick up good wide receiver talent in a passing NFL league. And the Sixers, they failed to acquire shooting talent in a shooting league. So something is up with the Eagles and Sixers. They just, you know, falling behind, something like that. I don't know what's going on. But the most frustrating thing, like I said, is the issues are obvious. Like, they're obvious. They're fixable, in my opinion. And they just it just needs to get better because this is the same issues we've been talking about since uh, Ben Simmons was drafted. For the last few years, we've been talking about the same thing. He, he needs to at least try to shoot. This whole Sixers team really not it just doesn't just fall on Ben Simmons. This whole Sixers team needs to improve on the shooting, needs to spread the floor, and if they don't, then I don't really I don't really know how far they go. Unfortunately. Oh, before we move on to our next topic, I just want to talk about Ben Simmons a little bit because you talked about this, and I also wanted to add on how we watched, we saw the general public saw all these videos of Ben Simmons developing a jump shot. And Stephen A talked about, that's great that he's um, having, he's shooting this, shooting all these shots in practice, but I want to see him shoot it in an actual game. And everyone thought that it was going to happen. I had a little bit of doubt. He shot that one three and shot a jump shot against the Hornets. And then the season comes around we haven't seen anything like that. And it really, really scares me how, because Ben is Ben Simmons, his inability to shoot the basketball, holding this team back. Because if you want to be an a all-star caliber, all-NBA point guard, you need to know how to shoot the ball. That's just what people see of point guards. If you think of Steph Curry, if you think of James Harden, if you think of him as a point guard, if you think of all these players, they can shoot the ball to at least a common decency. And I feel like if the Sixers are all about win now, then Simmons has, has to shoot the basketball. Has to. I agree. And we'll, we'll move on to the next topic with the Eagles. But, you know, he doesn't even need to be a Steph Curry or, you know, James Harden or a Kyrie Irving. He just needs to take it and he just needs to have confidence because literally that's probably the, the you know, the ultimate, you know, breaker on whether or not we'll make it to the finals. If Ben Simmons, you know, even takes a shot or develops a shot and whether Joel Embiid or somebody can step up and be the closer on this team. But we can move on to the Eagles and we, the Eagles problems are similar uh kind of disappointing season so far but we are still you know in the race for a playoff spot we are still in the race uh to for the nfc east so we have the patriots coming tomorrow to lincoln financial field super bowl 52 rematch miles who did up win this game and how do you see this game playing out to be honest i hate to say this but i think the patriots are going to win this game i don't think even though, A, because our defensive line still banged up, Alshon is hurt, which makes our receiving core even worse than it already was because it was already awful. 
and it's now worse than awful now that he is gone because Hollins can't get open, Ortega Whiteside can't catch, and Aguilar can't catch either or get open. And I feel like because of that lack of a passing game is really going to hurt them in the long run and that because they're going to have to rely on the run game so much. Hopefully, hopefully that those receivers decide to show up and make some plays so that just like a small amount of plays so that Jay Ajayi and Jordan Howard, if he is not questionable, if he happens to play, can score touchdowns in the red zone and lead the Eagles to a win. But because I don't think that will happen, I think the Patriots will win by a score of 28-13. You know, I was thinking about this game earlier, and I had the same type of pessimism as you. I don't really think since Jordan Howard being questionable, banged up, our passing game being banged up while Alshon Jeffrey being out, passing game wasn't even that good to start with but losing Alshon Jeffrey is even you know more of a blast to this team so I was leaning towards you know with the Patriots too then I started thinking about coaching and I just started thinking about Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz and I'm starting to edge towards the Eagles and here's why first of all let me start with Carson Wentz so I'm not I'm not a believer in like some people say you know, every game or like most games, like for example, someone said before that the Packers game was the biggest game of Carson Wentz's career. The um, Cowboys game was the biggest game of his career. The Bills game, the Bears game, uh, etc. So, I'm not. A, I, I would. I didn't say that. You know, I think that uh, Carson Wentz has been good this year, but I think that this is going to be one one of the biggest games of his career because, like you said, the running game. I don't expect it to be. You know good as good as it has been in the last few weeks because ultimately because of the Patriots defense so the X factor that I know you know saying that quarterback is the X factor is cliche but the X factor in this game is going to have to be Carson Wentz he's going to have to you know make some plays do some things that can lead this Eagles team to a win because it's running game we can't you know commit to the running game because Bill Belichick is going to take the best thing from your offense away from you and uh, limit you and make you one-dimensional. So Carson is going to have to step up, make some plays. So for this game, um, in order to win, it's going to, Carson is going to have to do really good. If Carson is even average, I don't see his winning. And especially if he's bad, I don't see his winning. If Carson is below average or average, I don't see his winning. He has to be elite, Eli, whatever, however you say it in this game in order for us to win and that's just my opinion on that also coaching is going to have to do uh, be good Doug Pearson is going to have to make some good play designs and I think this defense I think that actually this defense will step up I think this defense will do really good in this game but the offense that's what I'm worried about yeah I I disagree about that and here's why I feel like this is going to turn out similar to how the Lions game panned out because Carson Wentz played a he played a good game. He didn't have the he he was a little bit off at some times. The defense played all right. They didn't play great. Of course, they were still banged up in the secondary. But be, even though Carson Wentz played like a good game, his receivers did not help him whatsoever and they lost that game in my opinion because of that. And I feel like 
And because football is different from maybe basketball in some sense, because you cannot win with one really good player, that is why Eagles will not win tomorrow because the Patriots have a great defense. They have a great offense. They have a great special teams. They have great coaching. And because of that, because they are so oriented on all faces of the game, I feel like that the Eagles cannot win because of how the receivers, the lack of talent and depth that we have at wide receiver. Well, okay, so let me just ask you this. How do you see the how do you see the defense doing in this game? To be honest, I don't think the defense is gonna do that awful. I think the defense is gonna do all right. And I feel like I feel like they're gonna have a good game. I just don't see us winning because of the offense. I just don't think that we're gonna be able to put enough points on the board. Okay, I got you. And you make a good point because, you know, we've seen in many games, in the Atlanta game, in the Lions game, and other games where Car Swain's played well enough to win, but, you know, the wide receivers just let him down. And that's a really good point, but I still think, I still think that Car Swain's is going to have, Car Swain's is going to be, you know, lights out and win this game for us. Reason being is we've seen, you know, quarterbacks like, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, quarterbacks like that just ultimately take over a game. And maybe they didn't have the best weapons or maybe they didn't have the best of, you know, system, whatever, situation, whatever. But, you know, they just put the team on their back. And, of course, it's a team sport. But I think a wide receiver is going to step up, whether that's Nelson Aguilar, Jordan Matthews, or Thago Whiteside, um, anyone else I don't really know but I think this team is going to play well enough and Carson specifically is going to play well enough to put this team on his back because he kind of has a triple no short because he didn't play in that Super Bowl game where the Eagles beat the Patriots he's going to have a chip on his shoulder he won't say it but he's going to have a chip on his shoulder I believe he's going to put this team on his back and he's going to win I just have some type of feeling some type of confidence in that so that's why I think the Eagles will win I'm not sure what the score will be. I'm not sure how many points we'll put up. I'm really nervous about this game, but we'll see. Hey, Andre, I have a question before we wrap up. Go ahead. Um, how strong do you think this receiving core would be if we had DK Metcalf on our team? I think this receiving core will be, I don't know whether DK Metcalf will, you know, make that much of a difference because I don't think the whole thing is just because we don't have a good wide receiver. I think it's development. I think it's coaching that factors into that too. I think we don't have the best of, you know, developing players. We're not, you know, that good at that. We're not the best at coaching wide receivers. So I think while DK Metcalf is obviously a great talent and probably can be a difference maker in this Eagles offense, I just don't know how it will vary from system to system, for example, from the Seahawks system to the Eagles system because they're two different systems. But yeah, we've there's a lot of young wide receivers out there that I wish we had that we could have drafted and we just didn't. So Would but, you rather have him over Arthago Whiteside? I would definitely have him over Arthago Whiteside. But then again with Arthago Whiteside, I mean, I don't think he's that bad. I'm not calling him a bust yet. I think a part of that is the coaching, like I said, they just don't know how to implement him into the system. If you remember last year we made the trade for Golden Tate, even you know the offensive coordinator, I'm not, I'm not even going to say his name because I want him fired. The offensive coordinator said that, um, 
you know, he did not know how to implement Golden Tate. Golden Tate into this offense. And you can see now the Giants, they implemented him into their offense easily. So I think an issue, and it's an obvious issue, is the offensive coordinator and the offensive system. But I do think J.J. Arthago-Whiteside, he's not a bust, but I still would take D.K. Metcalf, DK Metcalf over him. All right. Well, that's all we have from the AM show. From Andre, I'm Miles. We'll see you next time.